Alright guys, On The Fly is back again tonight with another top 10 list with with the three amigos, uh, as we like to call ourselves. Um, tonight, you know, back in the day when we were coming up and we were aging ourselves a little bit, you didn't have Apple playlists or Spotify playlists where you get all these various things. If you wanted various songs, you had to be lucky enough for a good soundtrack or, you know... Uh, even further back, I'll date myself further back. I don't know about the other two guys. You had to have a K-Tail record or cassette. And if you yeah. have never heard what K-Tail is, Google it. And Every time there was a various artist album that came out, it was K-Tail records. They were awesome, too. I, I had a lot of K-Tail records. But tonight, we are doing our top ten favorite and I'm doing air quotes right now. Favorite. Not best, but favorite. That means what we think are our favorite soundtracks of all time. With me tonight, my partner in crime at the final score, Mr. Lynn Bryant. How you doing tonight, Lynn? Doing well. Very interested to see what your top ten favorites are. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And uh, Also joining us tonight is our troublemaker, uh, <laughs> no, really, a friend, a good friend of the show. He's been on several times, and uh, you know, might be something coming up. You you might hear more of of this guy on on the fly here in the in the upcoming months, Mr. Billy Parker. How you doing tonight, Billy? How's it going, guys? Excited to be here again. It's always fun with you too. Yeah, yeah. We wish we could say the same, but we we just carry. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start, Stevie. Sorry. Off to a good start. So I, I, I'm going to tell you guys, you know, this was, whenever we do a top ten list, I go into it like, you know, mm, this is going to be pretty easy. But then when you get to looking at it and you really, tr you get all of, like all of the soundtracks up here that I, that I put in my list and then narrowed it down to ten, you're like, hmm. This is going to be a little harder to leave this one. Just like I, I was saying before we went on air, I've got an honorable mention because I felt bad about leaving this one out. I feel like I was letting down a friend. But uh, anyway, and I don't know how hard it was for y'all. How hard was it for y'all to figure out your top ten? It was tough. It was definitely pretty tricky. That's a, a lot to pull from. So, You know, I, I had to leave my Alvin and the Chipmunks soundtrack out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, anyway, no. Seriously. That's my number five. But, That's um, your number five is Alvin and the Chipmunks, okay. <laughs> uh, with my list, I think you're going to see a lot of my, a lot of my, what I like, you know. and, and see a lot of 80s. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of 80s in here. Uh, some 90s, but mostly 80s and some kind of 70s in a way, I guess what you call yeah. but. Uh, you'll see a lot of the influence I have, a, a lot of the harder stuff, like rock stuff and uh, and eighty stuff. I'll put it that way. I don't know how you, and I'm sure it's the same with you guys. It's a lot of what what influences you guys, because you know, like we said, soundtracks were the only way you could get various stuff out there. And I'll put it to you this way, and, and I did not realize this till I was doing research. One of the once on my list is not really considered a soundtrack hmm. but it's from a movie it's the movie so we'll get to that in a little bit so let's kick it right off right now and uh 
Number 10, we're going to start out with uh, Billy Parker. What do you got, Billy? All right, great. All right, so I'm really going pretty obscure with my number 10. And you guys, I mean, with your age, you should remember this. And I'm, I'm going to have a lot of 90s in here. Um, you know, definitely, you know, 90s had a lot of great soundtracks. That's, to me, I think that's kind of when soundtracks really hit it, you know, peak. But, so I think some of the best soundtracks came out in the 90s. So there was a movie with Mike Myers in it back in the early 90s. And it was called Son Married and Axe Murder. <laughs> you guys remember that at all? Yes, I remember that movie, yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to me, it's a great movie. I think it has a uh, certain fan base. But yeah. I love the movie. And, you know, the soundtrack, you know, I remember listening, you know, the, the movie, I like the movie, but they had some really cool songs throughout and, and a little bit different songs throughout the movie. Um, but kind of very much for the 90s and that time frame. So, some of the groups really stood out. So, There She Goes by The Laws. I don't know if you know that song or remember that song. By who? Um, I'm not going to sing it. The Laws. L-A-S. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but There She Goes Again. Yeah, there exactly. She Goes I Again. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that so song that many is, a time. That is it. It's a great song. So, it's one of those songs you might sing in my song. Well, good. Um, yeah. I appreciate that. And <laughs> Nobody knows you've been alive. Who the hell? Hey, you know, uh, but there she goes. It's a great song. Um, and it also had Toad with Sprockets, Thin Doctors. You know, that was kind of the stuff I really liked. It really says 90. So, uh, 1993, so I married an axe murder. 1993, a great year. Lynn and I graduated in 93, so solid year. Um, so that's, that's, that's where I'm kicking this off. So I married an axe murder, number 10. All right, all right. So, so that's that's not one I had thought about, but yeah, okay, obscure. And I, I think I will. You for you guys probably hadn't heard of my number ten either. But uh, I mean, I've heard of yours, but you probably hadn't heard of my number ten. But let's go to Lynn. What you got at number ten, Lynn? So, were you asked me to do these top ten favorite soundtracks? Favorite, yeah. It was it, it was difficult, but for me, for it to be a favorite soundtrack, it also means it's kind of a favorite movie to me. So those two are really kind of connected for me. And this number 10 is a 1994 cult classic. Um, I loved it. I had a poster of the movie in my dorm room. Uh, it is The Crow. Wow. Uh, you remember, it had Brandon Lee. Yes, this but, is going to be on my list, too. As you know from my um, top 10 band, Stone Temple Pilots is my number two. Yeah. And Stone Temple Pilots, my favorite Stone Temple Pilots song is on this, Big, Big Empty. Easy. Big Empty. Big Empty, yeah, Big Easy. Big Empty. That, yeah. But also on this, there's, this is a very like, I don't know, very hard rock, gothic type of a soundtrack with The Cure, Nine Inch Nails, Rage Against the Machine, The Violence Band, Pantera. It's a very different soundtrack than any of my other nine. But I just, I, it just means a lot to me with this soundtrack. Yeah. So I, I, I gotta say, Lynn, I'm shocked. I am. So too. I, I, I thought. I mean, I told Stevie going in because you know you and I again spent a lot of time together in the early nineties yep. um, listening, and I can't tell you how many times we listened to that cruise. I don't know if it left your car for a year and a half. Uh, um, so I was like, that's going to be Lynn's number one. Number 10. <laughs> I'm, I'm just floored. Okay, all right. Started, that will give you a little bit. When I first started, this was number one. Is the very ah, okay, that makes me feel better. Of, the very makes first me feel better. I thought of was the crow. 
But All as right. I started putting stuff, putting stuff together, it moved down. But it okay. had to have a place on the list. Uh, absolutely. That, that's that was right. the first one I thought of. <laughs> All right. Very good. Okay, so I do know you. That makes me feel better. Yeah, so, <laughs> all right, let's go. I, I'm going to save my honorable mention for the end. Uh, number 10 for me, and I'm going to have to disagree with you in a way, Lynn, somewhat. Uh, this was a movie that, I, I mean, I I watched the movie because of the soundtrack. Uh, and, you know, it was kind of like a, it was a horror movie. But the movie wasn't as good as the soundtrack to me. I mean, it was it was okay, but it was not one. I was like, oh god, I got to go watch that again. But this this is out out of 1989. Uh, it's a Wes Craven movie. It's called Shocker. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys remember that. It, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Yeah, it was a guy that he was a killer, uh, like a mass murderer. He went to the electric chair and somehow found a way to teleport through electric wires and all this and could come out it, it was yeah movie was not great but the soundtrack <laughs> and it, this will tell you why i'm a big fan of the soundtrack there, there's a lot of kiss involved in the soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, paul stanley he is the lead singer of a group on there called the dudes of wrath uh you look listen to this this group uh desmond child who was one of the great songwriters of all time is on in paul stanley on vocals vivian campbell from who plays Def Leppard now, played in Whitesnake, Dio, uh, Rudy Sarzo, who was in Whitesnake, and then Tommy Lee on drums. Uh, they did a couple of songs on there. Megadeth was on there with the Alice Cooper cover of No More Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, Sword in the Stone was a Kiss demo that was covered by Bonfire. And then there, there was, this was actually, one of the main reasons I liked this soundtrack was my class song, the graduation song called Timeless Love by a group that nobody's ever heard of probably listening, Soraya. Uh, I mean, nobody's ever heard of it, but, yeah, I bought. I went out and bought this, and, uh, yeah, I listened to it backwards and forwards, however you want to. I mean, it, it's a great soundtrack. Like I said, a lot better than the movie. The movie, yeah, if you, if you get to watch it one time, you'll probably, that might be the only time you watch <laughs> it. Uh, but, yeah, number 10 for me is Shocker, so... Let's go to number nine. Number nine for me. And this is, yeah, Kiss related again. Kiss made a movie in 1999 about four guys in the 70s trying to uh, trying to get tickets to a Kiss concert at Cobo Hall. And uh, the movie was called Detroit Rock City. Uh, and the soundtrack, you know, you figure you're going to get something good out of the out of the soundtrack and, and of course they're going to be it's going to be a 70s oriented soundtrack but there were a lot of 70s songs that were uh that were covered by some new groups and there was a lot of the old 70s songs van halen running with the devil uh iron man by black sabbath and then you had acdc's highway to hell that was covered by marilyn manson uh, but you had like surrender by cheap trick Strutter, I don't know if you guys remember the all-girl group, the Donnas. They, uh, yeah, they did it. They did a, they did Strutter, which was a Kiss song, and then Kiss had. It's kind of a forgettable song. I don't know if you guys have heard of the songwriter Diane Warren. She writes. No. She writes ballads. I don't want to miss a thing. 
Yes, she writes a lot of ballads, and she's been involved in a lot of, of hit songs. Well, I guess Kiss was looking for a big hit ballad to go on this, because there's a song at the end, the Kiss, the, the only new song from Kiss, and probably the last original song performed by the original four called Nothing Can Keep Me From You. And it's kind of forgettable. Some people don't like it. It's okay, but it's no, like, forever or Beth. But, yeah, uh, Detroit Rock City, and it's a cult classic. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but if you have it, you might want to check it out. This is a, is you know, if you're a Kiss fan, especially if you're a Kiss fan, it's a pretty good movie because it's, it's a lot of stuff in there that you look at and they're, you know, hinting at stuff that happened in the 70s and stuff like this. But, yeah, uh, but for me, number nine is Detroit Rock City. So, Lynn, let's go to you next. What's number nine for you? Oh, crap. I wasn't even ready. Um, <laughs> so, number nine, <laughs> number nine for me is 10 Things I Hate About You. It is a retelling of William Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew. Both the Joker and Robin were in it. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the, the songs from this is so 90s, you know, Want You to Want Me, Cruel to Be Kind. A lot of those, like, I don't want to say teeny bopper songs, but those are like little pop candy songs are in it. Loved it. And again, I love the movie. And uh, so, 10 Things I Hate About You, number nine. Cruel nice. to Be nice Kind? Song. Was that a remake? Uh, let me look. I think I have it up on. Uh, I think because that was that had to be a rule, a remake. Because I remember that. Cool to be kind by Letters to Cleo. Okay. It's probably a remake. I think I that is Letters to Cleo. I'm gonna look it up. But, but it has George Clinton on there. Yeah, <laughs> Sister Hazel. Good yeah, stuff. you guys were really in, into the the '90s stuff. Yeah, well, you're going to see yeah. that through all my Yeah, list. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm fully prepared for yours. You're going to be 80. Yes. Yeah. You guys are not going to like my, my 80s stuff, probably. You know, I like yours. Well, oh, I love like yeah. So, all right, I'm looking it up while, we, while I'm looking. Cruel to be kind, but... Because there was a song... There was a song in the 70s that was called Cruel to be kind. Yeah, it's a remake. It's a remake. Okay. Um... I want to say his name was Cliff. Gosh, what's his name? Anyway, while I'm doing that, uh, Billy, what's your number nine? <laughs> number nine. So, um, my number nine, that, that to me, it was a 1993, another 1993 movie. I've got a pattern here, but great movie. It's a great sports movie to me, and the soundtrack was amazing. Um, and it's Rudy. So, um, oh, ever going instrumental. I'm listening to it. Yeah, oh, that was incredible. Oh, no, oh, that was great. I need to check that out. <laughs> great, great sports movie. Uh, but but you know, I went with Rudy on this one. <laughs> so with with Rudy, um, it's pretty cool because the whole thing's done by this guy called Jerry Goldsmith, who's yeah. um, this orchestra. And it's uh, if, you, if you get a chance, you know, I would say, hey, now after our show, go back and check out Rudy. You know, Spotify, whatever you got. Um, and listen to particularly the main title. Um, and there's this one song, um, well, one thing in there called Take Us Out. And it's when, I don't know, you know, we're watching a movie. They uh, they get to the tunnel and they get on the ball and he's like, no, you take us out, leave yeah. the field, you know, you get goosebumps, man. You're like, oh, God. And it's the song they play there, but it's great. It, uh, 
play that for your boys, Steve, before they play football, they'll be pumped. Um, so it, it definitely gets you going. So Rudy. Uh, yeah, that's not my number nine. Yeah, yeah. Don't just listen to. Don't just look up Rudy. Look up Jerry Goldsmith because Jerry Goldsmith is responsible for a lot of uh, yeah a lot of great songs from movies. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I may be, didn't he do Hoosiers? I think so. I think so. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I. Yeah, he did Hoosiers. Oh, you're good, Steve. Yeah, yeah, he did Total Recall, which I mean, but, you know, I remember him from Hoosiers and Rudy. He just had that uh, that sound, and I mean, uh, that would be a great sound, another great soundtrack to listen to if you're looking for instrumental and uh, something to inspire you like that, it would be Hoosiers. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Goldsmith, yeah, he's, you just need to he's look great. him up. Don't just worry about Rudy, but look him up. Yeah, so definitely you listen to his stuff. It's great. It'll definitely get you pumped up. So, um, so it was a '90s movie, but 90, not '90s music. So yeah. Well, I, I mean, it was. It's just instrumental, but Nick Lowe, <laughs> Nick Lowe. There's your little tidbit right there, Lynn. Nick Lowe was the original singer of "Cruel to Be Kind." Nice. Yeah. The one is the Cleo is a girl singing it. That might not. That might be the only. He might be a one-hit wonder there. I think he was. All right. Number eight. And I've got something in the 90s here, but it is a lot of, like I said, it's a lot of uh, of 70s or 80s music in here. And one song in particular that this soundtrack just brought back to the forefront. It was a great song back in the 70s. And this soundtrack and this movie brought it back to the forefront and uh, really made people listen to it again. I'm talking about Wayne's World, the soundtrack, <laughs> and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Who, in the ni- 1992, who wasn't going down the road, down in the car, playing Bohemian Rhapsody and banging their head? I mean... I'm pretty sure the three of us were at some point. Yeah. I, probably and, in the same know, car together. This, is, so. this has got some other good songs in here. Hot Bother by Cinderella. Uh, Dreamweaver by Gary Wright, Time Machine by Ooh. Black Sabbath, uh, and then you got Tia Carrera. Do you remember her? The she was the uh, Wayne's girlfriend, the, girlfriend, the singer. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's got a couple of uh, she's got a couple of songs in here. She sings and she doesn't sing bad at all. She's got a pretty good voice. And of course, the Jimi Hendrix experience with Foxy Lady. You all remember uh, Garth <laughs> doing the. Uh, Dream sequence for singing Foxy Lady to his dream girl, but yeah, uh, Wayne's World was just in the nineties. That was that was what you stayed up for to watch on Saturday Night Live on Saturday Night Live. And if it led off and you saw Wayne's World, your your night was made because you didn't have to sit through. I mean, no, it wasn't bad then, but you didn't have to stay up till twelve thirty or one o'clock to see Wayne's World. But yeah, so this is a nineties movie, right? This was yes, 90s? this was ninety two. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, right. the, the the music went all the way from 1960, far back as 1966 to 1992, so uh, a big, big disparity in, in the years of music there, but uh, Wayne's World's my number eight, so... Uh, my number eight, right? What? Yes. You skipped over me on the way back through. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, let's yeah. go your number eight, then. <laughs> I thought we'd... This is... No, you get Billy, then you jump. Yeah, so my bad. My bad. Okay. I'll do eight, <laughs> and you do seven, and we'll come back around. 
So number eight is one of my two 1980s. And this is probably, this is the one I think might be on yours. On mine? So we'll see. Yeah, 1986. Top rank. So, <laughs> <laughs> you have the, the, the Top Gun theme, Danger Zone, Take Your Breath Away, Playing With The Boys. I mean, just the movie itself, you can just hear the music when you think of the movie. It's, that's when you know you have a good soundtrack. And yeah. so Top Gun we has number eight. We may be talking about this more later. Yeah, we'll be talking about that a little bit more later. See, I knew it. This is the one that's going to be on your list. All right. Now number seven for you will come back around. I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's just let Billy well, do his I got to get to my number eight. You did your number no Oh, that's right. You eight. did your eight. No, I didn't. No, he didn't. He <laughs> did number nine. nine. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping up with it, but I'm not keeping up with it good enough to, to stop it. Anyway, number eight for Billy. <laughs> number eight. All right. So I'm kind of going with a sports theme. And the last time I think the three of us kind of hashed out something, I think, we, well, pretty recently, this was one of our shows, uh, we did the Rocky movies. Uh, mm-hmm. So Rocky Four. 1985 is one of my soundtracks. You have had, you got, you know, Survivor through this. You've got Hearts on Fire. Um, John Caffrey, I don't think he did anything really that much beyond that. But um, you also have Too Hot, Out of the Hot Tub, James Brown, Living in America in there, which is pretty awesome. Um, and the training montage. So when we talked about the Rocky movie and, the, and, and going through those, I was talking about the training montage when he, you know, in the oh, yeah. you were training. Yeah. And, wow. Um, it's uh, Vince DiCola is the person who did it. But that will pump you up as well. So love, love, love that soundtrack. Um, you know, if I was actually a person who worked out, I would listen to it. Um, <laughs> you know, it would really be cooling. Uh, but, uh, you know, back in the day. But, yeah, Rocky Four, man. That's my uh, number eight. All right, so we're going to let you do your number seven, and then we're going to come back around, Billy. We're going to get it back on track now. All right, all right. So, number seven. Um, Could be on Lynn's list for a particular reason. Not sure. Um, 1995 is a movie called Empire Records. With an actress called Liz Tyler, um, who my... Liz Tyler you speak of. Yeah, my good buddy, Lynn Bryant. Um... (laughs) Yeah. quite a bit of Liv Tyler through the years. And uh, so I thought maybe... Yeah, to someone else, though. Alicia Silverstone. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's fair. I, I, would, I would agree. I would agree. Um, so, Empire Records. So, you know, okay movie. It was one of those, eh, I was like, eh, it's okay movie. Um, but love, love, love the soundtrack, particularly for me. I mean, this, like, nails some of my favorite groups. Jim Blossoms, Till I Hear From You. It's got Cranberries, Liar. Crazy Life, Toad Let's Sprocket, uh, Sugar High, uh, Coyote Shivers, which I don't know if you know that group, but if you hear Sugar High, you'll know it. Um, but <laughs> Toad Let's Sprockets, Cranberries, Jim Blossom, stuff like my top, some of my top, almost my top three. Um, great soundtrack. I mean, it's very 90s. If you want to listen to 90s, kind of it's got alternative. It's, it's very much um, got that feel of it. It's, it's great. So uh, if you had an opportunity, definitely go check out Empire Records soundtrack, 1995. Empire Records is your number seven. All right, Leanne, I'm going to... Okay, so this is a rare 21st century one for me, and it just barely made it, 2001. It just barely made it. And it's an animated movie. Frozen. 
Oh, oh, cool. oh, oh wow! Had it on my list. Wow! I almost had it on. Good choice. Shrek, I'm a believer that Smash Mouth yeah. had reputation, All Star, and even Hallelujah. I mean, this is yeah. just. <laughs> it's awesome. I, mean, you, I can see nice Shrek all the time, and it's just, it's just really fun. It's a fun soundtrack. Shrek 2001. I almost had it on my list. I, I'm with you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's you, guys, you guys are coming up with some good ones here. I'll, I'll just say that. Um, right. So we're moving on. Number seven for me. And, and, and here's another thing. Another case of the soundtrack being better than the movie. Because this was huh. supposed to be... This was back in 93. And this okay. was supposed to be... The blockbuster movie of '93. It had it was an action movie. It had one of the biggest names in action movies of all time uh, in it. It had a, a good story, a decent storyline. Don't know why it didn't, but you know, when I try to watch it, I kind of lose like interest in it really qu- not quick, but like it's not like I'm glued to it when I watch. It. I could watch it over and over again, but uh, I'm talking about. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Last Action Hero. That's um, a great yeah. version of Dream On. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at this. You got ACDC in it leading off. I mean, yeah. you got a you got a variety of guys of, of of groups from the 80s and 90s. ACDC leads off with Big Gun. Then you're followed by Alice in Chains. Megadeth comes up next with Angry Again, which is is a great song. Queensryche, who is Great. I mean, I, Queen's Reich, in my opinion, does not get enough credit for what they put out over the years, and they're doing they're doing real well with Michael Kamen, who is uh, uh, leader of one of the biggest orchestras out there. Def Leppard with a great song there, two steps behind, and like Lynn said, one of the best versions of Dream On, my favorite version of Dream On. Yes. Uh, with, you helped me find that version. Yeah. I couldn't find it. You said it's on the soundtrack. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you, but you've got. You look at Aerosmith, Anthrax, Def Leppard, Queensryche, Megadeth, ACDC, and then some of the newer guys at the time, Allison Chains, uh, Cypress Hill, Fishbone, Tesla's on there. I mean, it's just just a great soundtrack. It, it totally, totally is so much better than a movie. I mean, I could, I, I've spent many uh, a car ride listening to this whole soundtrack uh, on, on cassette. Yes, on cassette. <laughs> now you did date yourself. I did it? date myself. So, Last Action Hero is uh, number seven for me. So, now nice. we'll go to my number six. And uh, Lynn's already mentioned this uh, one time before. Great movie. I think a lot of interest in the movie was because of what happened on the set of the movie. Brandon Lee. Uh, died in a tragic accident on that on that set, but I was never this. This got me more into the '90s music than anything uh, because of the Crow soundtrack. Just like you said, Big Empty was the the big song off there. Uh, but man, there there were Panteras up there, uh, Rollins Band, The Cure, like you said, Rage Against the Machine. 
And then there's the one at the end. It's called "It Can't Rain All the Time" by Jane Syberry. That was oh, yeah. that was one that I really liked too. But yeah, the crow is the crow is uh, number six for me. But yeah, I know Lynn talked about it a little earlier. Just one of those that you could you could pop in and you could listen. Just leave it in there. It's not like yeah. And back then, and they when you had cassettes, <laughs> you couldn't just uh, flip from track to track. You had to. If you got lucky, you got a tape that you or a tape player that you could fast forward, and it picked up the the cue between the songs, and it would stop there, and you could just yeah, wasn't that easy then? Or you could skip, you could skip back then. So uh, yeah, Crow's number six for me. So Lynn, I believe your number six is next. All right, so I think this is my second 1980s. I think it's second and final. Wow. Second and final. I may be wrong, but we'll say second and final one. I'm trying to get the the date. I'm gonna say nineteen eighty five. Anyway, this is. Ooh. Ooh. So, <clears throat> ooh. so this one here, let me get back to my list here. Number six for dun, me dun, is dun, dun. Back to the Future. Is that what you call? Great call. No, that's back not what I thought. Got Huey Lewis in the news, Power of Love, had the Johnny yeah. Be Good, had Back in yeah. Time, had Earth Angel. I mean, it was just, I, in the sixth grade, I had this old cassette. <laughs> played it all the time. I loved, loved this soundtrack. Yeah, that was a pretty good soundtrack. That Back didn't make to it future. to my list. I, I'm kind of, mm, you guys are letting me down a little bit, but maybe I was. That's, that's my last one, I believe. Maybe, maybe I'm a little. The, the age thing, which I'm not, but two years older than you guys. One year yeah, older than Billy. I got Billy. a lot of 90s, dude. So, I got a lot of 90s. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, that's a great call. I mean, I, that was definitely, I was on the edge of putting that because as Lynn knows, Stevie Maynard, not many people, and I'm probably one of the very few in high school to listen to Huey Lewis all the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, him. you did. Uh, but I love Huey Lewis. I uh, still yeah. do. Um, so, yeah, excellent choice, Lynn. Great all right. choice. Number six for you, Billy. So I'm at. This is the most modern out of my whole list. I actually have something from 2014, which I, you know, was like kind of surprised myself. But the soundtrack's absolutely amazing, um, and that's Gardens of the Galaxy. There's actually two versions oh, yeah. of this. Yeah. So outstanding. So it's something that. You know, I watched with my son, and, and he's really into music, too. And uh, I had him listen to the soundtrack, and he just he loved it. Um, so there's Mr. Blue Sky with uh, by Electric Light Guitar. Electric Light which, Orchestra, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you hear that, yeah, Orchestra. Uh, and, and then, which is awesome song. If you hear it, you know it. Um, they've got Spirit in the Sky by um, this guy called Norman Greenbaum. Yeah. Which is, you know, a really great song. Um one of my all-time favorites is Fooled Around and Found Love by Elvin Bishop. Not a lot of people know Elvin Bishop, but they know that song, um, which is a great song. George Harrison, My Sweet Lord's in there. Um, you know, it's got Jackson 5, I Want You Back, um, and Let's Stay Together, Al Green. I mean, it's got some really good stuff up there. It's a lot of um, a lot of 70s, a little bit of 80s. Uh, mix in there, but it's great. And, he, you know, it's cool because, you know, he's always got his cassette listening to everything. And it's actually a tape, which is pretty cool. It's a Walkman, um, which really takes me back that he's got this Walkman throughout the whole movie and he listens to his music because that's all he had. Um, and it's, it's just it's great music. So they had to do two volumes. It was so many songs. And they're outstanding. 
So, uh, number six, Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Okay. Number six. So, now... Number five for Billy, right? Number five for Billy. All right. Now, I'm really going to have one up here, you guys. but definitely not going to have, I don't think. Um, but this is very much me. So, it's not all, you know, 90s alternative type stuff in there. Um, <laughs> I've definitely got some country, too. Uh, there's a movie that came out in 1992. Now, the movie wasn't that great, uh, but the soundtrack was amazing. And it was a movie called Pure Country with George Strait. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, well, again, the movie was okay, but the soundtrack was great. Um, there's Heartland. There's I Cross My Heart. Yeah. Uh, Where the Sidewalk Ends. If, um, you know, back in the early 90s, the country was kind of taken off, too. George Strait was definitely taken off. It's a it's a great you know it's a nice movie to watch it's okay I mean acting's not his number one thing um, but the soundtrack's just great so if you have an opportunity you like country you like George Strait grab that soundtrack and listen to it, it it's 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 really worth us uh, listen to yeah I remember watching watching that movie and going out that same day and buying the soundtrack uh, there's so many great ah, songs there you there. Go. Uh, Last yeah. in Love was one yeah. Yeah, it's 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 great from top to bottom. I wasn't that crazy about. It really is. I wasn't that crazy about overnight mail though. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah. Kinda, yeah, it's kind of kind of. Right, it's probably at least eight good songs out of that soundtrack, which is pretty pretty solid. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Lynn, you're number five. Let's go back to the best decade, nineteen ninety. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> and and this is this is the time when one of the best actresses ever came off of a trilogy of some of the best videos ever to star in her own movie about this out of touch girl from um oh crap. Was it Beverly Beverly where she was from? Was it Beverly Hills? Anyway, Clueless. Yeah. Oh. Clueless. I wonder why this, you picked that this, one. It is a well, solid soundtrack, Lynn. You're absolutely has, right. All Kids those in America. Kids in America has some Cracker, has Counting yeah. Crow, Luscious Jackson, Radiohead. It's got Beastie Boys, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. It's got Coolio rolling with my homies. I mean, <laughs> yeah, rolling with my all homies. All over the place on this. It's just... Um, yeah, this just this, this does it for me, and I think include this more times than I care to admit, so let's uh, go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good choice, Lynn. I almost had it on my list as well. So. <laughs> right. I won't judge. No judging here, Lynn. There's no judging. At least I'm by not judging. Maybe by Stevie. And what was, <laughs> what was the name of that again? Clueless? Yeah. Clueless. Never mind. Yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I had to throw that one. That was too easy. That was good. Um, so, my number five, that's where we're at now. And Lynn talked about this one a little earlier. Uh, again, sticking with the 80s and a great movie from the 80s, uh, of course. And I don't know about you guys, but back in the day when MTV actually played music videos uh, and, and some of this stuff was on, didn't... When you saw, especially when you saw a soundtrack, a song from a soundtrack, did that not make you want to go see the movie even more? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I mean, 
you know, so MTV it's take crazy a hint. Enjoy the movie more. I mean, it, as you're watching yeah. the movie, yeah. and all the great songs keep coming on. Yeah, yeah and, and then awesome. take a hint, MTV, because you know it helps. Anyway, I've 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 said that till I'm blue in the face, Billy. That may be something we need to talk about on an upcoming episode on the fly. MTV, the downfall of MTV. Um, but my number five is a, like I said, Lynn talked about it earlier, Top Gun. Uh, I, I love Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins has got one of those distinctive voices that you can all, and that sound that you can really tell. Uh, that's Kenny Loggins. That's going to be a Kenny Loggins song. But you got Kenny Loggins in there with two songs, Playing with the Boys, Danger Zone. You got Berlin with the monster ballad, Take My Breath Away. Cheap Trick with Mighty Wings. Um, Lover Boy, Heaven in Your Eyes, that's another ballad. But Harold Faltermeyer, the Top Gun anthem with Steve Stevens. And here's one of the things I was disappointed with when the original soundtrack came out. And back, they did a special edition soundtrack in 99 that kind of, uh, it added five more songs. Was it five? Yeah, five more songs. And I was just so disappointed at the first one that, you know, one of the saddest songs you'll ever hear when Goose, when they're pulling Goose out of the water when he dies. Uh, it's called Memories by Harold Faltermeyer. Man, if you want to see a grown man get kind of teary-eyed, play that freaking song around me a little bit. And I'm like, oh, God, shut up, shut up. Goose is dead again. <laughs> Goose is dead again. And uh, But, yeah, you know, and of course, another thing I was disappointed with they didn't put You've Lost That Love and Feeling on the original soundtrack, but they did. Uh, that was such a big song in, the, in that movie. Uh, but, yeah, the, the 1999 Special Edition, they had that. And then they had uh, even more, another Special Edition 2006 that added even five more songs. So they had 20 songs. And and some of them, I don't understand why were even on there. I don't remember it coming. I don't remember hearing it in the movie at all, but, yeah. But Top Gun, I mean, in the, in 86, Berlin was all over the radio. Danger Zone was all over the radio. Those two songs right there, I mean, Take My Breath Away won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. So, and you know, Berlin, that, I don't know if you guys know it or not, but that caused a major riff in that group. The biggest song of 1986 and the biggest song they ever had, and it caused a riff in the group, and, and I think it caused them to split. If that makes any sense to you. Do you know why? Well, because I think one of the, I wanted to say it was the, the lead guitarist didn't want to do it. it. He said it went against their sound or something like that. I may be wrong on that, but uh, and then it caused like a conflict between him and the, the lady that was the lead singer. I think her name was Terry Nunn. But uh, I may be wrong about it. I remember hearing that on uh, a VH1 special one time, I think. But yeah, Top Gun is my number five. So, number four for me. And this. Oh, is, isn't Lynn's number four? No, I got. I, we, no, he got his phone. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my fault. <laughs> and this is going to probably surprise you guys, but this is one of my. Favorite, one of my all-time favorite movies, and like I said, like I said, with Pure Country, when I saw it, I had to go out and buy it. Well, same thing with this movie. Uh, it's a Tom Hanks movie. It's a great story. I mean, if you haven't watched this movie before, 
I think you've been under a rock or something. Uh, but in a great soundtrack, and it's about a music group, and I'm talking about that thing you do, uh, the Wonders. Ooh. The Wonders. Yeah. What stuff. is there more catchy tune than that thing you do? Every time you do power, that thing you do. Do what at <laughs> yes, Tower? Yeah, Lynn's got to love it. Yeah. Liv Tower's in it, but yeah. just uh, I mean, and I went out about the sound soundtrack for pretty much because back then you don't have an iPhone with Apple Music. Oh, I can listen to that one song. I have to go by the whole soundtrack, but I'm glad I did because it has so yeah. many other great songs on it. Um, Little Wild one. Uh, what was the, there was some more up there, but yeah, just a great soundtrack. From top to bottom, in a great movie. Uh, one, like I said, one of my all-time favorite movies. I could go, I could watch that thing you do, like all day long. It's such a great movie. But that's my number five. Uh, that pro- number four, excuse me. So that probably surprised you guys a little bit there. No, that's a solid choice. I love that movie. Yeah. What? That's, that's a good choice. Movie. I like it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. It right. made me think of one that I should have had this entire top ten, and I completely blew it. But <laughs> next time. Uh, All right. So my number four, I would not be surprised if my number four made number one for a lot of people. It is just that good. And, yes, it is a 1990s. It is 1993. And it is dazed and confused. Uh, that was just yeah, rock and roll, hoochie coo, slow ride, schools out, Jim Dandy, Tush, Love Hurt, Stranglehold, Cherry Bomb, Fox. Stop me if you haven't heard of any of these. Tuesday's gone, rock and roll all night, paranoid. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, which one would you not want to listen to? Outstanding. Yeah, that was yeah, that was one of them I had on my list. It just didn't didn't make it. So, and the movie ends the best way ever by saying, "Let's go get Aerosmith tickets," and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. My number four. Uh, good call, Billy. Billy Boy. All right, number four. So, the 90s say a lot of things, and I'm staying in the 90s now. I'm barely squeaking in the 90s with this one. It's a, um, but it's a, it's a movie about the 80s, and it was made in 1998. And, uh, had one Adam Sandler in it called The Wedding. Oh, Day. yeah. And loved this movie. Um, you know, pretty much love anything Adam Sandler does, but boy, it had some great 80s music in it. Um, so you've got, you know, Video Kill the Radio, Star by the President of the United States. You've got, um, every little, you know, brushy taste by the police, you know, <laughs> Hold, Hold Me Now, Thompson Twins. Um, you've got, you know, David Boyd, Billy Idol. Um, it was, it's a little bit of everything in there. Um, really cool, you know, with Billy Idol was actually in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, because I guess his kid liked Adam Sandler, so he, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, but really neat, you know, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was great. Uh, a lot of spoofs um, on, on the 80s, uh, but great music to kind of go along with that 80s theme. So, Wedding Singer, number four. There's two things I remember that really stand out in that movie for me. The little kid saying, and I cannot repeat what it, what it, exactly what he said. <laughs> Linda, you're a... And, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then the... Uh, the guy in Adam Sandler's band singing, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? <laughs> Give me time. Yeah. Yeah. Get off the stage. <laughs> yeah, The Wedding Singer was a great movie. I, I'm a big Adam Sandler fan, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so now, number three for you, Billy. So, um, number three, I don't think you guys have. It's one of my favorite movies, um, and a little bit obscure, too. But uh, 1997, one of my favorite uh, actors, John Cusack, um, Gross Point Blank. Uh, don't know if you've ever seen it. Awesome movie. Uh, That's whole the Hitman movie, him. right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's a hitman. He goes back to a 10-year reunion. It's uh, it's an odd movie. Um, yeah, it is. It's just good. It's just good. Um, and in so many ways, um, you know, they got um, Blister in the Sun, Violet Films, Under Pressure, Queen, and David Bowie, which is a really pretty cool version of Under Pressure, um, having Queen and David Bowie. Um, Live and Let Die, Guns N' Roses, Take On Me. Aha. Uh-huh. I mean, you got to love that song. Uh-huh. I, I, I would try to sing it. I can't hit the notes. Um, One of the in best between videos days. of all time. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great, great video. Just so you said that, you have to hit the note now. Uh, no way I can't do it. I started <laughs> early with the kids, and, and they started yelling at me. So they said, please don't do that. So I said, okay, I won't do it. Um, you know, uh, in between days, The Cure. Love The Cure. I'm a huge fan of The Cure. Um, and you know, Pressure Drop, The Clash, which is another great song. So if you haven't had an opportunity, you know, I almost had this at my number one, and I was going back and forth, but Bruce Point Blank, really cool movie, and just kind of a, a fun fun fact, but I had an opportunity to go see um, John Cusack, um, you know, with a preview of one of the movies that did say anything, which is also a really good soundtrack. I almost put in here, but I didn't. Uh, but, you know, he took a lot of questions at the end, one-on-one, but talked about his music. So, if you notice, a lot of Cusack's movie has really good music. At least yeah. I think it's good music. It's a good soundtrack. High Fidelity. He helps pick a lot of it. Yeah, High Fidelity, which was on my, right on the verge of my list um, and got bumped by Empire Records. But um, High Fidelity, I thought, was a really good one, too. So, he actually has a hand in a lot of music that gets picked in this, and... Um, so, particularly with Grace Point Blank, because he did a lot with, uh, he was very involved in the movie. And he picked a lot of music in this. Uh, so he's, he's got a, you know, a great taste in that, and it just kind of really flows, um, and it really kind of leads into different parts of the movie. So if you not, have not seen Grace Point Blank, I, I highly encourage you to see it, and then definitely listen to the soundtrack. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is an odd very movie. Good. All right. So Lynn, let's keep it in that. Let's keep it in that best decade of all time, the nineties. Oh, and this Jesus is nineteen ninety eight. Okay, this is a Liv Tyler movie we have not mentioned. I, I think you already know that. what it is already because it not only has one Aerosmith, yeah. two. I know where we're three, going here. Four <laughs> songs on it, in addition to ZZ Top, Bob Seger, Bon Jovi. I mean, it's just it's insane. It's Armageddon. So let's yep, talk about the those. I don't want to miss a thing with Diane Warren. You heard that? What kind of love are you on? Very underrated. Sweet emotion. Come together. I mean, it's just, it's just it's a great, great soundtrack. I didn't mention LaGrange, ZZ Top. So, I mean, yeah. And that looks out in the movie. That's what I say. Enough said. Case closed. That was my <laughs> I was I, I hadn't thought about Armageddon, but yeah, that is I agree with you there. That's a that's a pretty good soundtrack. Even though Aerosmith is on it, it's a pretty good soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think I listened to that lot, lot while we were riding around your car too. Yeah, so I mean, yeah definitely. <laughs> All right. Number three for me, and this was mentioned earlier by Billy, and it's a good pump up soundtrack. I mean 
there's a couple of songs in there that could have been left out, but, uh, you know, I mean, you got Survivor, John Cafferty, and, and Billy, he may not have done anything to him, but he did Hearts on Fire, that was enough. Um, oh, yeah, that was great. Uh, another one you didn't mention, Robert Tepper, No Easy Way Out. Uh, oh, yeah, excellent. Uh, I could have, I'm sorry, no disrespect, but I could have done without living in America on there. I mean, I know that was a big part of it. I could have done, I mean, it's just, it's just so different from the rest of the soundtrack. I mean, you got Survivor, John Cafferty, you got, yeah, you got Kenny Loggins and Gladys Knight, uh, Survivor again, Vince DiCola's two instrumentals on there. So, uh, Robert Tepper, and then you've got Living in America by James Brown st- stuck in there. And I'm like, what? Okay. Anyway, but what can you say about Vince DiCola? I mean, not only the training montage, but the war montage. The war. Oh, yeah. When yeah. He's, he scored during the fight scenes. Um, I actually, on Spotify, found the extended version of War which is this exact exact music that's played during the movie because it's a little different during the movie of what what they play uh, that's on the actual soundtrack. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, Bill Conti's going to fly now. This You realize this is the only movie, only Rocky movie, and I, don't, I, I really would like to hear the reason why that Bill Conti did not do the instrumental. He he did the of course the famous "Gonna Fly Now" and he did all the other uh, instrumental music for Rocky one through three, and then Rocky four. It was like they went another direction because yeah. most of the songs, of course, on Rocky three you had "Eye of the Tiger" by Survivor that really just went out there and went crazy on the charts. But the rest of the so- songs up there, except for I think one or two, were. Uh, were instrumentals by Bill Conti. This went a whole different direction because the Rocky Four went a whole different direction. It was like three mu- three music videos put in there. Uh, four, actually. Uh, so yeah. I think Sylvester Stallone was saying, well, let's put a good soundtrack out there with a movie. Maybe that'll it, get it even bigger. And it, it worked. I mean, there was Burning Heart by Survivor. Survivor had two songs. Of course, Eye of the Tiger was put back on the Rocky Four soundtrack. But, uh, yeah, rock, that's, this whole, pretty much, except for Living in America, pretty much this whole CD is on my running playlist. I mean, it, it's, it's a great pump-up CD that you, you can listen to. If you really, if you, you run or work out, this is a good one to, uh, this is a good one to have. But Rocky Four is my number three. Does that make sense? Rocky Four is my number three. Um <laughs> So, number two, and this was tough between these two guys. This was, yeah, and I'm going all 80s on the last two. This was tough to, I actually switched these back and forth a couple of times. Um, But number two for me is a movie from 1984. Uh, And the fact that I'm kind of disappointed that you two, didn't have either one of my top two on your list because these are mm. two iconic soundtracks. Uh, but number two for me is Footloose. I mean, you've got yeah. Kenny Loggins, Footloose. I mean, 
Then you got the vastly underrated Denise Williams, who has sang so many great songs. Let's hear it for the boy. Uh, you got Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero. Kenny Loggins again with uh, I'm Free. Sammy Hagar with The Girl Gets Around. Chalamar dancing in the sheets. And then the love thing from Footloose, which was Mike Reno from Loverboy and Ann Wilson from Heart, Almost Paradise. You've got seven, at least seven great songs and two or three really good songs up here on this soundtrack. Just one of the best soundtracks of all time. Um, I mean, what can you say? I'm kind of disappointed. What year again? This was 84. This was 84. Uh, It went to number one on the Billboard 200 chart on April 21st of that year, and it stayed there until June 23rd. Oh. So I, and I guess you and I are too uh, young too. Yeah, so you guys was that. probably uh, so you guys were probably still <laughs> singing Sesame Street songs when I was singing uh, <laughs> Footloose. Captain yeah, Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo. Don't don't talk about Captain Kangaroo. I was I was a big Captain. I watched Captain Mr. Kangaroo. Moose and the Mr. Moose and the ping pong <laughs> balls. That was my favorite part when Mr. Moose had the ping pong balls come out. But yeah, Footloose is my number two. So That's a good call. All right. Yeah. All right, Lynn. So you're pretty three. sure they're not on our top two, is what you're saying. Oh, you've so already said you've already said that you don't oh, have any right. more from the '80s. So don't try yeah. to bluff right. me. I, I pay attention. You're true. You pay attention. All right, this is from 2001. All right. Yeah. And 84, 2001, noticed, same thing. So when I pick these '90s and 2000s movies, all the songs. Are from like the 80s and the 70s. Exactly. I was going to bring that up, but yeah, I was going to wait till after it was over with. So, I mean, the movies in the 90s and 2000s knew what music to pick from. But anyway, so my number two is A Knight's Tale with Heat Legend. It has, you know, We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions, Low Rider, Taking Care of Business, Golden Years, Crazy on You. I mean, it's it's all old songs. The boys are back in town. You're going all seventies there. It's it's just an amazing soundtrack. Again, I love the movie. And as you're watching that movie, they play those classic hits. It just really, I don't know, it just gets to you. And I didn't even mention Eric Eric Clapton's on there. I mean, yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, you're, I, you're right. Yeah, and that was a unique style they did because I remember they kind of mixed those, those that song music, you know, when it's supposed to be the older time, you know, with the yeah. movie. It was it was it was really cool how they did that. So that's a, yeah, that's one I kind of totally forgot about. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, a nice tale, number two. All right, okay, Mr. Parker, Billy, you're number two. So I mean, I gotta say, I'm a surprised you guys haven't had this one on yet, but um. It's it's definitely a classic. You mentioned Tom Hanks earlier, and I thought this may be where you're going. Um, 1994, Forrest Gump. Um, oh, yeah. And it is a great, great soundtrack. Um, you know, from, you know, part of the beginning with All Along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, to, you know, Fortunate Son by Creedence, um, and um, got Beach Boys, Free Bird, Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. Uh, you know, all the way to Casey and the Sunshine Band. We get down tonight. I mean, it it it's neat because it really kind of takes you through the years of the movie and some of the best music and and, and those times. Um, so love Forrest Gump and kind of the reflection it kind of put back on those times and the songs they picked with it, and it just really fit with the moments and the time. Um, you know, 
as you're kind of going through the historical times of, you know, of that movie. It was really neat to kind of see how that fit in there. But uh, love Forrest Gump and soundtrack really kind of matched how good the movie was. So Forrest yeah. Gump. Yeah, I, I will say Forrest Gump was another one that I was on the verge of putting in in my top ten, but it was on the outside looking in. Um, so you're number one, Billy. You won't hear no. that too often. You're number one. Number one. So all I got to say is three words for my number one. Oh and my that's gosh. all right, all right, all right. Oh my gosh, that was the that was the most disturbing thing I think I've ever heard right there. <laughs> all right, all right, yep. all right, all right, all right, all right. So we got uh, Matthew Hane, Ben Affleck, Lynn mentioned it earlier. Dave's been confused. Nineteen ninety three, again a great year. Um, Sweet Emotion, Aerosmith, School's Out, Alice Cooper, Low Rider, War, Cherry Bomber, The Runaways, Rock and Roll All Night, Poop Just Has to Be Kiss. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't and one of my, songs. You cannot. And one of my all-time favorites by Leonard Skinner, Tuesday's Gone. Tuesday's Gone. Uh, love the song. Love Leonard Skinner. Love, love the soundtrack. Um, you know, definitely one of those you pop in and you listen to the whole thing and listen to it over and over and over again. So, he's in number 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 one. Yeah, so. look, I got a question for you guys. I was talking yes, to a, a band, that, this is an upcoming band that I was talking to the other night. They'll probably be on this show uh, soon. I was asking them how they chose their name because it was a kind of a, a, a very distinctive band name. I mean, it was out there and you were like, it makes you wonder. And I'm always... I always like to hear where a band gets their name from, unless it's somebody so obvious like Van Halen or something like that. Like, I'd like to hear how Rush got their name. But uh, we got to talking, and he said, it's really hard. It was really hard for us to pick, pick a band name. He said, you just don't get lucky enough to have a gym teacher you hated, like Leonard Skinner. I mean, that was their gym <laughs> teacher. Now, what? what do you think... This gym teacher there thought when they hit it big with with that name. I mean, that's me. That's me. They they called me, they named the band after me. I mean, how cool is that to have one of the greatest bands of all time named named after you? That's pretty, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, I I just I I'd love to hear what what he had to, he had to say about that. I'm sure he's passed away by now, but uh, anyway. Moving on. Number one for Lynn. As much time as I spent with Billy my entire life, I am not surprised. <laughs> Our two lists are very similar. Well, they are. Mentioned that is not on mine. I've loved. His number one was my number four. And my number one, he has already mentioned. So, I knew there was a connection there. So, here we go. My number one, without a doubt, is Guardians of the Galaxy. You, you didn't even mention Hooked on a Feeling. Yeah, that was like the most <laughs> distinctive movie you saw off that. Yeah. And all those other... I mean, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is like, to me, Days of Confused. You cannot miss The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. I, it just... I don't know. It's just it's so good to me. Guardians of the Galaxy, number one soundtrack for me, favorite. 
Boom. So, so Billy and I, we were connected. We know yeah, we're, we're there. there. We're there. <laughs> that that Stevie, that comes from countless hours driving around aimlessly through you know Northampton County yeah. and all over places because there's nothing else to do. Um, and I'm too bad. To too bad you had, didn't have your Clint Black CD out, Billy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. I'm, I'm <laughs> this is number one, but it's got to be in the 80s. Well, be. now, before this, this is what we talked about before. This, this is actually until I did my research, I did not realize this is not really considered like the soundtrack for the movie but it was a movie by the same name can you any guy you you, you want to guess no idea i have no no guess no idea i'll put it to you this way the guy the, the artist has is deceased purple rain bingo purple oh. rain yeah okay the prince movie from 1984 I want to say it's 84. That's your number one, right? Purple Rain. And I'm telling you, this was wow. like the big thing. That, I mean, I had the, I actually went out and bought a Purple Rain t-shirt. I saw that Purple Rain t-shirt in, uh, what was it, Belts? Belts had, I almost bought it just so I could have one again. Uh, Purple Rain, man, <laughs> there's not a bad song on this album. Uh, let's, of course, you've got the big hits. Let's go crazy when doves cry. I would die for you, and you, of course, the ultimate power ballad, "Purple Rain," that lasts a whopping eight minutes and forty-one seconds. But guess what? This was the song. There was two songs back when we were in high school and junior high. When you went to a dance, there was two songs that you at, that you found the girl you really wanted to dance with. On these two songs, because they lasted so long. One of them was Freebird, the other was Purple Rain. Because you're not going to be stuck with somebody you really don't want to dance with for eight minutes and forty-one seconds. <laughs> I mean, come on. And uh, but yeah, I mean, what can you say about that, man? It, it, this guy was just so awesome. About it. this was neck and neck between him and Michael Jackson back then with Thriller and Purple Rain. I mean. Let's go crazy. Listen to these songs. Let's go crazy. Take me with you. The beautiful ones. Computer blue. Darling Nikki, which is ooh wow. When doves cry, I would die for you. Baby, I'm a star. And then purple rain. Eight. It's nine songs there. But man, I dare you to find me an album, any album with that much, this much great songs on. I mean, you could. I wore out my Purple Rain tape. By one artist? By one artist, yeah. Okay. Every one of them was Prince. you said it's not considered a soundtrack. Why not? It it was never considered a soundtrack. Because it just says it's a Prince album. It doesn't say anything about Hmm. soundtrack. Apple Music is wrong. It says soundtrack for the motion picture Purple Rain. Well, who said, where did it say that? Apple Music. Well, that's it. All it says on here is Purple Rain, Prince and the Revolution. And it's not any soundtrack on it. You know, all these other albums... Apple Music sucks, right? Apple Music is wrong. I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I may be wrong. I would probably trust you over Apple Music. I believe you over Apple Music. We'll see. But, you know, 
it, it it's not really I mean it's a Prince album people don't yeah. call it a soundtrack it's a Prince yeah. album but I call it a soundtrack to me and if I'm wrong I will I hope I'm wrong I hope they do call it a soundtrack because I made it that you know but great movie too I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie but it's a great it's a movie times I have uh, a whole lot better than the next movie Prince did, Under the Cherry Moon. Oh wow, what a what a never heard of that one. Yeah, that you you don't want to hear about that one. Um, but Prince, man, he just he just puts it on, and uh, yeah, he he was such a talent. It's a shame we're talking about Prince and you talk about Michael Jackson. Both of these guys are gone way too soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, way yeah. too soon. But yeah, my number one is Purple Rain. When doves cry, right. I mean. Purple Rain has got to be one of my all-time favorite songs. So you know, I know you well, Stevie, and I did not know that you didn't so, see Purple uh, Rain coming. Interesting, did not see that coming. But I did um, not either. But, 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 uh, all right, yeah, that's the point. Let's talk about our honorable mentions. These, these are some that didn't make our list, but were on the outside looking in. And I've got to mention one. I'll start off mentioning one. Grease. Grease is the word. Yeah. Yeah. That's one that I, I mean, I had the album when I was a kid, listened to the, both sides, it was a double album, so listen to both both sides, a lot of 50s music, 50s and 60s music up there, but then you had John Travolta and, uh, oh gosh, the gorgeous, and still gorgeous to this day, Olivia Newton-John, uh, but yeah, Grease is one of them I had on there, um, I want to tell you another one that you you guys probably, probably don't have on your list anywhere, Maximum Overdrive. You remember that? Yeah, that's a place in North Carolina. You know who the soundtrack is? Stephen King. Yeah. You know who the Uh, soundtrack is? ACDC did it all. It's a total ACDC soundtrack. Yeah. Who Who made made it? Wow. Yep. So what are some of them that you guys had that didn't make your list but on the outside looking in? I had a Fast Times Ridgemont High was right there, too. That's on my list. That's on my list. Yeah, that's that was a really good one. Um, that has so, been mentioned. How about Young Guns? Wasn't that a, um, the Bond second one? one? Yeah, the Young Guns too, yeah, which Blade was Glory one. was pretty much oh, yeah. a bon jo- John Bon Jovi solo album. Uh, Blades of Glory. Um, what was another one? Miracle. Just on the outside. There was a mir- song oh. called Miracle. Uh, Blood Money. Got Santa Fe was another song. That's a pretty good soundtrack there. Um, yeah, Young Guns. What about the bodyguard? Oh, Whitney Houston, huh? Whitney Houston, That's yeah. That's not my type of music. Oh, man, one of the best voices you'll ever hear until she yeah. she messed it up. Went crazy. Yeah. You can definitely tell, if you listen to her early stuff, like the bodyguard back, and she is, she is just, she hits notes that, and hits them perfect that I didn't think people could hit. And sounds just so smooth. But then you listen to the last album she did, and she cannot hit those notes anymore. I know age has a lot to do with it, but there's other things that she did that uh, probably had something to do with it, too. Um, One that doesn't really count, Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie. Have you seen that? Well, I mean... That's, that's all Queen stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I a good mean, point. Is it a soundtrack, or is it not? Yeah. I mean... It's, it's, yeah, like a, a great, it's more than it's more like a greatest hits than yeah. Oh, it is. I'm looking at it now. It's like 22 yeah. songs of 
awesome queen song. All right, I got another one that you I want to throw out there, you guys. See if you guys, what you guys think about it. What about the Batman Forever soundtrack? I thought one. I thought Lamb was going to put that on, to be honest with you. But Seal, he did not. yeah. Seal, no. you two. Yeah. Uh, flaming. Yeah, it's a good one. Flaming Lips. Um, yeah. I think Michael Hutchins is on there. Or is he on this Batman and Robin? Can't remember for sure. Uh, Jewel, I know Jewel was on Batman and Robin. That was Foolish Games was a great song on that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that. And I had Forrest Gump. Uh, I had Days and Confused. Another one we didn't mention, but this is a kind of a a different. This is not my my style, but I still I had the soundtrack. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Um, yeah. That yeah. was that was one that I listened, but I didn't think it, that was that would have been way down my list. Uh, it was a great soundtrack, but it would have been way down my list. Um, so there's um that one I like, and gonna give me a hard time for it. But uh, is I uh, love actually, it's actually especially the holidays, pretty good one during this time of year. So um, it, it's not bad. Love actually. Love actually. Okay. Yep. Okay. Hugh Grant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to say, it seems like there's one, it seems like there's some more I'm leaving out that I, I should have put on there, but, uh, that's pretty much it. You can tell, like I said before, you could tell mine was, uh, 80s oriented a lot. Uh, but like you said, a lot of your, you guys kept saying the 90s is the best decade, uh, all this stuff, but like you said, the majority of the soundtracks you guys got from the 90s either had remakes from the 70s, in the 80s, or, or had songs from the 70s and 80s, so. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is true. I'm not surprised, yeah. So, yeah. That's the kind of music I like. I like classic rock. Well, I mean. Absolutely. And every once in a while, something will pop up out there new that I do like, I do enjoy. Me and Lynn talked about it. I don't know if Billy has listened to it or not. Uh, the Wolfgang Van Halen uh, Mammoth. Oh, so good. So that he put it. I don't know if you've heard it or not, Billy. You know who Wolfgang Van Halen is. Yeah, his son, right? Yeah, uh, he put out a yeah. new song and a video. If you haven't seen it or listened to it, it's called Distance. Uh, you really need to check it out. I think this guy. It's really good. I think this guy is going to have a bright future ahead of him because this. Wow. I mean, judging by that song and that, we got a sneak peek at another song uh, when he was in. Well, when he was interviewed by uh, Howard Stern, uh, they played another yeah. song that that was really good, but it wasn't, it wasn't as good as Distance. But, yeah, I think he's got a bright future ahead of him. If you haven't checked it out, Mammoth, is it Mammoth e, uh, WHV? Mammoth, yeah. That's the name I of the... I would say also, bring the lookout Dirty Honey. I really like Dirty Honey, yeah. Now, Billy, I don't know if you checked out Dirty Honey. That's got a... Uh, that well, see, he likes the nineties. He's all about the nineties. So, yeah. Dirty Honey, Dirty Honey's Dirty got Honey's like a eighties eighties rock sound, like a ACDC uh, or a. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're they're good, and uh, there's a new group that I'm I'm kind of excited about. That, uh, like I said, I talked about earlier, Tame and Sorry, T A M I N G S A R I. This is a group out of I believe they're out of Canada. And uh, I'm talking to them a little bit about do, coming on the show, and they're working on a working on some stuff right now. And uh, you know, I've listened to some of the stuff. If you have, 
if you got a chance to, they're on Spotify, they're on Apple Music, they're on YouTube. They got videos on YouTube they've done. Uh, but yeah, some great stuff there. I'm really looking forward to hearing some some more stuff from them, and uh, hopefully we can have them on the show r- real soon. But yeah, so top ten soundtracks is over. I hope if you guys agree or disagree, let us know. If you got one that we should have put in there, and I can't imagine that we left between you guys with the '90s and me with the '80s, and I'm sure there's some more modern or up-to-date that, that we probably left out, but some of the great soundtracks, I don't think we could have left out too many. I don't think so. But, we uh, covered it pretty well, but I guarantee we did, and somebody's going to call us on it. So you well, that's fine. I love when call, call us out on yeah, it. Call, <laughs> us, call us out all you want to, because, I, I mean, if it's something we left out, uh, because, man, there was some... I mean, like Grease. That was the one I felt like I was leaving out an old friend. I was letting them down. But, uh, yeah, it was. So, I just had to put some ahead of them. I mean, mm-hmm. just like Lynn putting everything ahead of The Crow. I was kind of disappointed in that. Oh. I, me and Billy both thought that was going to be number one for I love, you. I love The Crow. But, again, but, that was the first soundtrack I thought of when you told me to do this list. But you put... Should have been number one, Lynn. You put Shrek nah. in front of The Crow? Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Brandon Lee is turning over in his grave right now. Oh, I love that movie, too. Love that movie. What do you think, Scott oh. Wallace? Scott Wallace turning over in his grave right now, too, Lynn. Because that big empty, big empty is... I put him on the list. Yeah, but big empty... Let's, let's compare big empty to uh, All-Star. Which one are you going with? Oh, big empty... It's my second favorite band, the Stone Temple Pilots. Big Empty over Smash Mouth, All-Star. And that's my favorite song. There wasn't enough good songs on the cry. It just meant a lot to well, me personally. And, you know, there was, a lot, there was a lot of soundtracks out there that have one good song on it, and then the rest of them were yeah. like, yeah. who are these guys uh, and that, that, probably, that we probably forgot about. And uh, But, yeah. And the case of, just like with the last action here, and shocker for me, those movies were not anywhere anywhere as good as the soundtrack. I mean, I don't know if you guys seen Last Action Hero before. You said you hadn't seen Shocker before, and it's not one I'd want to watch. As a matter of fact, I saw it not too long ago. It came on DirecTV. I believe it was around Halloween, and I was like, "Do I really want to put myself through this again?" But you know, yeah. no, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. But yeah, so well, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be coming up with some more top ten. Uh, of course, if you like sports, if you're a sports guy, especially an NFL guy, check out me and Lynn every week on the final score. Um, we just put an episode out today dealing with this past week. Of course, Lynn, being the Washington football team fan he is, had to rub it in. Woo-hoo. No, Lynn, actually, that's one thing we we haven't done is rub it in on each other on uh, on who uh, is what. And, uh, Washington's but, not good enough to rub anything in. It's coming. It's coming. Mm, it's I coming. Think so. I think so. I think you're headed in the right. I've said this several times, so you, you're headed in the right direction. But uh, <laughs> also, me and Billy. Well, three and 13 last year. You can't only go in one direction. Well, you can. You can go 0 and 16. You can be the New York Jets. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. it kills me every time I look at the Jets' Twitter account on Sunday. It One of their hashtags is take flight. 
and when I <laughs> the first time I saw it, I I comment back, take flight. First, you got to have a pilot to take flight, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they didn't like that too much either. Um, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, tank for Trevor. But you know, and also yeah. Billy will. Me and Billy are working out some stuff, and uh, Billy will be on. Me and Billy will be talking some uh, some music on here on the fly. And uh, I got to tell you this though, I'm excited about this. Me and Lynn talked a little bit about it at the end of the final score, the next Spider-Man movie coming out. Uh, oh my God! Really geeked out about that for a while. I don't know how they're going to pack all this in there, but somehow they're going to figure it out how to pack in all these stars in this movie. Tobey Maguire coming back, Kirsten Dunst, Alfred Molina, uh, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, and of course the the current Spider-Man cast will be there. Uh, Marissa Tomei, uh, all those guys will be there. So how are they? How are we going to? Pack all of this in. I, I, I just don't know. It's going to be like a three-hour movie. It's going to have to be. And also... <laughs> cameos is and all it's going to be. It's I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm I'm geeking out a little bit here, too, because I've been on looking on Twitter this whole time while we, we were doing this, and uh, Marvel Studios has announced that John Watts will direct the new feature film for Marvel's first family, The Fantastic Four. Ooh. I am a big, big Fantastic fan. Four fan. I was a, if they could only bring back the group Jessica Alba and the rest of those guys from that, that those two Chris movies. Chris Evans was the original Human Torch. Yeah, Chris Evans played, who was Captain America, played the Human Torch. He was great. Yeah. That, that whole cast, they worked so great together. I hate they didn't do more together with them, but uh, hopefully we'll see a Fantastic Four movie coming out soon. It sounds like we're going to have a big year or a big so, couple of years. It's going to be crazy geeky. I know you don't do streaming. Disney announced 10 new Star Wars TV shows. Well, I knew Marvel that was shows. coming. Yeah, uh, we can. So I am pumped. I'm loving Mandalorian. I know you don't watch oh, it. So but good. But we'll back. Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking. I'm it for you, Stevie. Yeah, thanks for rubbing it in on that. You will, you might not rub it in on that, uh, about the Steelers, but you're rubbing in about me. I can't stream. Star Wars? Yeah, shut up. You get 10 new Marvel series and 10 new Star Wars series. Uh, I mean, I'm pumped. Shut up. <laughs> Have you, you heard of the Lando <laughs> series? One's just about Lando Calrissian. Uh, I, I, you know, he's smoother than the other side of the pillow. Um, <laughs> it's like Billy D. Williams. I'm smoother than the other side yeah. of the pillow. <laughs> Speaking of Chris Evans, have you heard about this new... Um, I guess Disney's put, I'm sure Disney's put it out, a Lightyear, the origin series on, uh, about Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Chris Evans. Chris Evans will be doing the voice yeah. for, for Buzz Lightyear in that. That's, that's pretty Should cool. Be Tim the Tool Man Taylor doing it, man. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. Tim Allen is one of my favorites. I like Tim Allen, but, uh, I guess they want somebody younger to do the voice for. This could for, be the young one, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Where, where he's coming from, but a lot of, a lot of things going on, and uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, maybe a lot of these things will go. Sounds like they're going to have to go straight to uh, like HBO Max or Disney if they come out. Well, these are all going to Disney Plus. Disney Plus is doing this. They're doing like a She-Hulk TV show. She-Hulk. Yeah, but Mark Ruffalo is going to appear as the Hulk in it. Who's going to play She-Hulk? Uh, <laughs> Tatiana Maslany. Never heard of her. 
Tatiana Maslany. I'm looking at right here. She-Hulk. No let, me see if I've, let me see if I've ever heard, seen her before. It just got announced two minutes ago. I mean, this is hot. Two minutes ago! We're getting breaking yeah. stories all over the place because they just announced 22 minutes ago about Fantastic Four. Yeah, but Disney has a four-hour um, investor meeting starting at 4.30 to 8.30. So they're ending now. That's why we're getting all this breaking news today. Well, ain't that special. Well, I was focusing on our top ten soundtracks, so I wasn't looking at other things while we were doing this. So. <laughs> well, I knew it was going to be, I mean, when you start off with So I Married an Axe Murderer, I knew it was going to get, it had to get better after that. Oh! 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 oh. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Thank you, Lynn. <laughs> oh, fun, fun times, guys. Yeah, you got to love it. You got to love it. So, yeah, I'm looking at this girl, this Tatiana Maslany. I haven't, I don't recognize her from anywhere. I don't know what this she's been in before. Ramble, Billy, I'm sorry. We ramble, but... Just yeah, you got to realize, realize you gotta, yeah. at the end of every episode of Final School, we ramble on, it's anything from uh, Heinz Ketchup to... Uh, Spider-Man to music. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's usually when I cut you guys off. No, yes, we're good. We're good. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, so guys, that's going to do it for On the Fly tonight. I mean, this has been our top ten soundtracks. We've had a great time, as you can tell. We've rambled on, and you're probably going. When are these guys going to end? I and to ramble on a little bit more. Uh, did you guys watch the Jim Valvano speech again last night? No, they played it again. Year. They played it again last night. You know, I guess they yeah. do. You know, every year about this time, but. Uh, the best part when he said, they tell me I got 30 seconds. I got tumors all over my body, and this guy's worried about 30 seconds. And I don't know what he said in Italian, but I can't imagine it was too good what he said to that guy. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, great guy, Jim Valvano. Uh, loved that with Jimmy V. But, anyway, that's going to – yeah, I did it again, Lynn. I rambled on to another story. Anyway – that's going to do it for tonight, guys. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back next time on the fly.